0: Daniel Barnett here. Enrollment for the 2025 Virtual Employment Law Academy is now open. Go to www.virtualemploymentlawacademy.com for more information. Enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome to this new episode of Employment Law Matters. I'm Barrister Daniel Barnett. This is a bonus episode sitting somewhere between seasons two and three and it's in anticipation of my forthcoming Employment Report 2021 which I'll be telling you a little bit more about later on during this episode. Now is it unfair to dismiss someone for refusing to have a coronavirus vaccine? I'm dealing here with the position of most employers, but not care homes, because special rules will apply to care homes from November. Now, this podcast is a short extract from the contents of session one of the Employment Report 2021, my all-day update on the current pressing employment law issues arising from coronavirus, and you can see more about it at go.danielbarnett.com slash 2021, go.danielbarnett.com slash 2021. Welcome to Employment Law Matters with Barrister Daniel Barnett. When considering whether to dismiss someone for refusing a vaccine, along with any other reason, there's a number of initial factors to think about. Are they an employee? If not, they don't have unfair dismissal rights. Have they got two years' continuous employment? If so, what's the reason for dismissal? Has the employer followed a fair procedure? And even if they haven't got two years continuous employment, is the reason for dismissal an automatically unfair one, particularly one under Section 100 of the Employment Rights Act for health and safety issues, which I'll be covering in detail in the employment report, but I'm not going to cover on this podcast. The situation's simpler for employers who are obliged by law to require their staff to be vaccinated. That's for care homes from November, because they'll automatically have a fair reason for dismissal if the employee refuses, unless the employee is exempt. And that reason is one of the five fair reasons set out in the Employment Rights Act 1996, namely that, quote, the employee could not continue to work in the position which they held without contravention of a duty or restriction imposed by or under an enactment. Of course, the employer's still got to make sure there's no other suitable position available that's not subject to the compulsory vaccination requirements, and the employee has to have been given a fair chance to be vaccinated. There also has to have been a fair procedure But ultimately, the dismissal is going to be relatively easy to justify. But what about all the other employers, non-care homes? Well, the employee might raise all sorts of objections which the employer would have to address and consider. They can include vaccination isn't necessary or reasonable where other less invasive measures could be taken. They could include we've managed without compulsory vaccination up to now. They could include the government doesn't require our industry to implement compulsory vaccination so it can't be reasonable. Maybe you can't legally compel me to be vaccinated, so how can you dismiss me when I refuse? Maybe it's I can't get vaccinated because of my health or beliefs or my pregnancy or because I'm breastfeeding. Or maybe I'm very anxious about needles or the side effects of the vaccine. I'm going to be considering all of these in the Employment Report 2021, but just in outline, the employer has to assess the objections given and think about them carefully. Tease apart your reasons for wanting to implement a mandatory vaccination policy. Is it just based on health reasons? What are there operational and financial reasons too? For example, a business might wish to avoid having to shut down in case a wave of infections strikes down their workforce staff working in a central distribution centre might be seen as more critical than workers in local shops. Or maybe employers just wish to revert to the old normal, where social distancing and mask wearing aren't necessary anymore. Some rationales are going to be more persuasive than others. Now, looking at the possible objections I just listed, all of them are potentially valid. Each would need to be considered and rejected carefully. For example, The arguments that less invasive measures are available and you've managed without compulsory vaccination so far relate to the fundamental reason why you've decided to adopt a compulsory vaccination approach in the first place. And as an employer, you definitely need to address that reason with objective evidence. The argument the government doesn't require compulsory vaccination is a little weaker. The fourth reason that you can't force vaccination on someone is pretty weak because there are a range of measures you can't force an employee to do, like wear a tie, but which can be a reasonable requirement within the context of your workplace and which can result in dismissal if the instructions aren't followed. The remaining arguments, health, belief, pregnancy, anxiety, they relate to the individual rather than the requirement per se for the whole workforce to be vaccinated, and they they may be valid reasons depending on the particular circumstances of the person and your reasonable requirements. This is where discrimination comes in. Now, in a moment, I'm going to be talking about how a tribunal would approach the question of fairness, but first, a word about the Employment Report 2021, from which this podcast is an extract. On the 6th of September, I'm presenting the Employment Report 2021, an all-day seminar about the pressing employment law issues affecting the workplace arising out of the COVID-19 pandemic. You can watch it live, and it will also be recorded and available for watching on demand. Session one covers compulsory vaccinations. As vaccines become available for all ages, can employers insist on a no-jab-no-job policy for existing employees and new recruits. You'll learn the seven common objections staff have to vaccination and how to overcome them. You'll learn when dismissal for refusing to undergo vaccination will be fair or unfair. You'll learn whether and when dismissal for refusal to vaccinate because of A. Health concerns, B. Pregnancy or breastfeeding, and C., An anti-vax, an ethical vegan or a similar philosophical belief is unlawful discrimination. You'll learn whether employers can compel existing employees and job applicants to tell you if they've been vaccinated. And I'll talk about the nine reasonable steps for employers to consider under the Management of Health and Safety at Work Regulations 1999. Plus, I'll be discussing the new legislation requiring care homes to vaccinate staff and the legal challenge to that that's been launched. That's session one. Session two covers the early cases arising from the first COVID lockdown, which have now reached employment tribunals. And in session two, you'll discover how tribunals are approaching dismissals by employers because the employees are refusing to wear masks or staying at home when they've been told to return to work. And I'll cover cases that cover, is an employer obliged to consider furlough before dismissing for redundancy? There are cases that go either way on this, and I'll be telling you why some are right and some are wrong. Is dismissing someone for refusing to wear a mask within the range of reasonable responses? Will COVID always represent a serious and imminent danger to trigger automatic unfair dismissal claims? Is asking to be furloughed an appropriate step within Section 100 of the Employment Rights Act, such as to render a dismissal for asking to be furloughed automatically unfair? What about asking for PPE? What about refusing to visit someone's house who is self-isolating? I'll cover all of these and give you real examples from tribunal cases that have now been decided. Can employers impose changes to terms and conditions of employment because of the urgency of lockdown? Can they change discretionary commission schemes? Will sending pregnant women home from work because of a lack of social distancing amount to unfavourable treatment on grounds of pregnancy and hence discrimination? I'll draw out the principles and trends from over a dozen decided cases and answer these and other questions. That's session two. Session three is on 11 alternatives to redundancy. As the furlough scheme tapers off and ends... COVID and Brexit are likely to result in a large number of redundancy dismissals. I'll discuss 11 ways in which employers can offer alternatives to redundancy and explain the benefits and disadvantages of each. For more information, please visit go.danielbarnett.com/2021. That's go.danielbarnett.com/2021. And now back to the podcast. There haven't been any reported cases yet in the UK examining whether a dismissal for refusing to be vaccinated against COVID is fair. But the fact that an industry doesn't have mandatory vaccination requirements might well be taken into account by the Employment Tribunal as pointing against the fairness of the dismissal. That's not to say the nature of the industry won't be very significant, but all relevant factors will be taken into account and each case is considered on its own unique set of circumstances if you can show that it was reasonable to require all staff to be vaccinated and that it was reasonable to dismiss this particular employee for refusing to be vaccinated then the potential fair reason for dismissal might be misconduct where the employee's failed to follow a reasonable instruction or more likely the catch all some other substantial reason of a kind to justify the dismissal of an employee holding the position which the employee held, known as SOSR. As for the process to follow, it's broadly the same as any potential dismissal situation, and it involves inviting the employee to a meeting in writing, explaining what you need to discuss with them, and informing them of their right to be accompanied, carrying out a reasonable investigation assessing all sides of the issue from the point of view of your business but also of the employee, holding the meeting with the employee where the reason for concerns is explained and discussed and the reason for refusal to be vaccinated is explored, specifically make sure the employee is given the chance to give reasons why their employment shouldn't be terminated. Having heard all the information available, the employer then considers the employee's reasons why they won't be vaccinated and shouldn't be dismissed, together with any alternatives to dismissal, in particular whether this employee can be allowed not to be vaccinated as an exception to the rule or whether the employee can be redeployed somewhere. The employer's got to decide whether the only reasonable option is to dismiss, and if so, the employer has to give the employee a right of appeal. Now the remedies that can be awarded by an employment tribunal where they find someone is unfairly dismissed is reinstatement, re-engagement or compensation. Compensation you'll be very familiar with. In a vaccination refusal case, the tribunal will need to consider whether it's practicable for the employee to be reinstated if the reasons for requiring vaccination still apply. And the tribunal is more likely, I think, to order re-engagement if it can do so to a role where vaccination is less critical. If the employee has been vaccinated since the date of dismissal, reinstatement or re-engagement is more likely to be ordered, because trust and confidence isn't likely to be that relevant in these cases. If unreasonable pressure is placed on an employee to be vaccinated, they could resign and claim constructive dismissal. This is more likely to succeed if the employee has already explained their position but unreasonable pressure continues to be exerted by the employer. And I draw a distinction here between unreasonable pressure on the one hand, that's bad, and reasonable consultation and warning on the other, that's good. Now, there might be other reasons connected with vaccination which lead an employer to consider dismissing an employee. That could include bullying by a staff member of others, either because they have or haven't been vaccinated, or spreading false information about vaccinations. And in those cases, the usual considerations of the need to have a fair reason for dismissal and following a fair process will apply. Importantly, if someone refuses to be vaccinated for a reason connected with a protected characteristic, then subjecting them to a detriment or dismissal because of that refusal may be direct or indirect, unlawful discrimination. Many people, especially those with less than two years employment, will try to frame their claim as discrimination, and that's going to be the main battleground on which litigation concerning vaccination-related dismissals will be fought. And I'm going to be covering this in detail during Session 1 of the Employment Report 2021. I hope you can join me on the 6th of September or via the on-demand recordings afterwards. Learn more at go.danielbarnett.com slash 2021. Barnett has two Ts. go.danielbarnett.com slash 2021. Thank you so much for listening and goodbye.